I'm just on my regular phone. So then what do you mean gain, Shai? What are you oh, telling me? No, 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 fine. Then just use your regular phone. Keep it closer <laughs> to your mouth. Whatever. Sorry, what is I, the gain I, on your Apple headphones? Alon, I'm not sure if you're used to this, but this is a very professional podcast, okay? Well, I think Shai's been preparing for this for his entire life, so... <laughs> Hi there, and welcome to the Friday Night Movie Podcast, where I get together with my siblings who live far away, and we talk about movies, TV shows, kind of recreate the childhood dinner table conversation we used to have. Um, We are very lucky today, as we have our first non-family member guest. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, Lily, calling in from the Canary Islands, where you just returned after 24 hours of traveling. How you doing? Pretty good, considering I don't know what day or time it is. So, not bad. Not bad. All right, Becky, also living in multiple time zones, given that you have a newborn child. How are you? (laughs) That is a perfect way to put it. Uh, That's exactly how I feel. I'm in a constant state of jet lag. All right. And now, introducing our guest, um, a friend I have known since he was born, a member of our family, for all intents and purposes, Alon, welcome. Thank you. Is, uh, is this one of those podcasts where I come on and play a character like a comedy Bang Bang style? No. no. Uh, I'm the, the mayor of Band-Aids. <laughs> no. no. And, and, and for only because only because I don't think there's anyone else that is on this that could sustain any particular character any long time, so we would never be able to do it again. If you'd like to answer any questions as the mayor of Band-Aids or otherwise, you're, you're welcome at any time. All right, I'll, feel, I'll, I'll see how the mayor feels. <laughs> um, uh, and, and how are you doing today? I'm good. Uh, I just got back from a Dave & Buster's four-year-old birthday party, which Ooh. is not something that should exist. Uh, <laughs> the games are all <laughs> extremely violent. <laughs> are you, that sounds amazing. So, yeah, I mean, do they have four-year-olds doing finishing moves? or like? Do, yeah, the first thing Eli did, who is not four yet, was climb into the Jurassic Park game, which is just kind of like a random machine gun where you can easily gun down your comrades <laughs> oh also. Spines come out. Oh boy. And and when you when you come back from that, I don't know how you are with germs, but our house, which is now on from strep throat, now has the flu. Uh, the real flu. Um, so we have like hand washing signs now that Allie has created around the house. Do you just like Clorox the kids head to know that when they come back? Um, or do you just accept the fact that they live in a pool of germs? Yeah, we're. I think we're on the other opposite end of the spectrum there, where we just kind of allow them to constantly touch and Eli, actually, every time he uses a urinal, which is a relatively new experience for him, at least he asks if he can touch it. <laughs> like the inside? <laughs> like you're like interested in, like, the, the cake or the little net, you know, plastic netting thing. <laughs> oh, God. And, and you I, say yes. I say no. You say, Go yes. right ahead. I say, that's a cake. It's kind of cake. <laughs> Uh, well, he's he's fortunate um, 
that he doesn't have to uh, pee in the troughs at Old Veteran Stadium. And you being a Philadelphia uh, mainline native, just like myself and my sisters, um, one of the things we wanted to absolutely talk about with you while you were on is our mutual love of the Philadelphia Eagles. And we are taping this a little bit less than 24 hours after the Eagles won a nail-biting playoff game against the Atlanta Falcons. And so... Let's let's start there. Tell us about the agony of being an Eagles fan, and maybe a little bit of a review of the game yesterday. Yes, it, it is a, a strange emotional uh, complex to place on your children too. Which you know, now having seen my own Eagles fandom reflected in their perception of reality, <laughs> I, I question whether it's something I should really let them know about. I think it's it's like being a Jew and being an Eagles fan. You're like you're basically setting your kid up for a lifetime of very stress. painful disappointment. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> stress, uh, guilt. Yes. Um, yeah, but, you know, I think that that was, that was the kind of win that they're going to be able to put together. I think it was a pretty impressive win. As long as uh, opposing defenses going forward have knees that balls can bounce off of, I, I feel like Foles <laughs> is going to be <laughs> the quarterback of the future. Um, and, the, yeah, the defense was awesome. I saw a lot of, like, writing today that was like lamenting the Falcons you know falling apart or not putting together a good offensive game but I think that the, the Eagles D is good and if we could have like a Baltimore Ravens with Trent Dilfer uh type run here uh you know even if they lose next week I think this is a very you know unexpectedly excellent season so that, I, I was, t- that was good I take the Baltimore Ravens with Joey Sonheimer as the quarterback if we can get a championship <laughs> exactly. um so uh, uh Will and Beck, have you been to Eagles? Becky has for sure been to an Eagles game with me. I have. Never. I went. I tried that. The only game I went to was was with you. Right, and Donovan McNabb, I think, like yeah. broke his AC, uh, tore his yep. ACL. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, that was the game. Well, Alana and I have been to the stadium many times and have mostly seen wins. I think maybe we've only seen one loss in, in over yeah. a decade of games. Um, but I want to reflect on the first time we went to a game together. Um, we, and I don't know if Lily and Becky know the story, so I'd love to hear their I don't think reactions. so. Okay, so the first time Alone and I went to a game together, it was an Eagles-Giants game, which for us was a big emotional risk. We both have many Giants fans, friends, who really love the Giants, and we had to endure them winning the Super Bowl with twice with mediocre Eli Manning teams. Um, and... During that game, we were excited. I bought my Dawkins jersey. Did you buy a jersey that day? I don't think I did. Okay. Well, I bought the Dawkins jersey that I still wear today. And as we're leaving our section, we see one of these pop-up stands where they are offering free bobblehead dolls. And all you have to do is sign a, a little form that gets you a Philadelphia Eagles MasterCard credit card. Oh, jeez. How old are you at this point? Really? I was 24, 25. I think we're in college. Yeah. yeah. Co- college, grad school era. So not responsible enough to sign up for anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still saying. smart enough to know what a credit card is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and there was this Donovan McNabb bobblehead. And this is like the peak Donovan McNabb era. And so we both signed up and, and got our Did you get bobbleheads. 12 CDs with it? And then next week you get another 12 cassettes? No. So I, I got my bobblehead, 
And I remember getting in the mail my Philadelphia Eagles credit card, and I just never opened it. I never activated it, and, and I never pretty much heard from it ever again. Alun had a slightly different experience. Yeah, so I, I got the bobblehead. Was this the same thing? I also signed up one time to get a free blanket, which is like literally how oh, we got the, towels the Europeans <laughs> we got the towels, like stole land when they arrived <laughs> on the North American continent. I was like, we'll blanket. And uh, so I don't, I, don't think, I don't even know if I got my credit card, but I did start getting issues of Sports Illustrated. Uh, and I, was, I didn't know why. They were addressed to me. It was like a year. I was like, I guess I get Sports <laughs> Illustrated. I don't know. This is nice. I'll read it. And then what actually what they did was when you sign up for the credit card, they also buy your subscription to Sports Illustrated. So there's a charge on the card. And I never knew that. <laughs> and then later when I went to apply for a mortgage, like years later, uh, it, my credit rating was not good. And it was because. <laughs> <laughs> you had never paid off the Sports Illustrated. <laughs> Swimsuit edition and a blanket. <laughs> oh my god! So, so yeah, that, that, that and that's a good metaphor for Eagles fandom, right? Um, uh, okay. Oh my god, <laughs> um, that's crazy. Yeah. Wait, Shy, what did you think of the game? I want to hear. I want to hear the Shy analysis. Ah, uh, oh, good. Oh, someone asked me what I think. Lily and Becky, maybe you could take a cue. I don't. Oh, even yeah. know. I don't you, even know you're doing? here. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, Shy? I always mean to. I always just in my heart of hearts before we're gonna start. I'm always like, oh, you should definitely ask Shy how he well, is, and then it starts, and I'm like, yay, it started, and well, I forget. This time you jumped the gun. You introduced Solon before we even had a chance to ask. So it's your you fault. Know? Yeah, you brought it on yourself. So, anyway, so how did I feel about the game? That game was ultimate Philadelphia Eagles agony because they're sort of, on one hand, they're playing with house money. Wentz is down. Um, Matt Ryan has had some good games in Philly, some terrible games in Philly. Um, And so, you know, it's kind of a home game for him because he went to Penn Charter, by the way. We're a big Goldbergs fan. He went to the school that um, Adam F. Goldberg went to. (laughs) So did your cousins. So did our cousins, cousins, Mindy and Shelly. Yeah, Shelly um, there. And so uh, I was very nervous. And, and you could see at times Atlanta look like a veteran team with a veteran quarterback. And then you got about halfway through the game and you realized, well, the only, their only points came off of some glaring mistakes on the Eagles' part. The, Ajayi, Almost like accidental turnovers. Yeah, and, the, the yeah. Jai fumble, although so I was watching the, the game with a friend of mine and and um, and. I turned to him just as a guy is running that play and was like, Oh, that guy fumbles a lot. He's really got to go down fumble. So, <laughs> so, but the second one was a total freak turnover. And so I started to believe, okay, they can, they can do something here. And then they still managed to take it down, you know, to the last couple of minutes. But that being said, when you look at teams in, in the last, however many years, particularly when you think of the Patriots, not that I'm comparing us to the Patriots, but they win a lot of close games with some, you know, with breaks going your way, but also being able to take advantage of those breaks. So I think I think they've got a chance to 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 win uh, maybe another game and get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But I, I think it's everyone's just taking you know sort of taking um, their chance at losing to the Patriots at this point. So I, I, <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to watch the Eagles lose to the Patriots again in my lifetime. Um, uh, so yeah, that's kind of where I don't I was. watch that much football, and I don't want to see them lose to the Patriots. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we watched with our kids. Both of us had our kids, and our kids had to go through the emotional roller coaster of us <laughs> yelling at the television. And they're like, "Daddy, why are you yelling?" 
Um, I know. At the end of the game, I was I was obviously very happy and celebrating, and I was like dancing around, dancing around. I, I was like, I feel like this is something akin to like a child whose father is like an alcoholic, where like there are times <laughs> where they're so happy and they come home and they want to give everyone a big hug and kiss, but then later they're quiet and the room is dark and don't go in there. Like, I just. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, all right. Well, uh, Lily, you had a story that you either wanted to recount or ask oh, Alana about before like we get into the it's like nothing to do with any of this, though. Should we come back to it? It's a complete it? non sequitur. That's okay. No, we need, we need something to, to non sequitur ourselves into the main topic of the show. So okay. Well, it'll, it, it'll push us into movies and TV and all that. I just I, – we were recently – so Shai and I were recently having a conversation on Twitter with um, Banzai Retro about the incredible, like, amazingness of Break-In, the movie in the 1980s. I don't, Alon, I don't know if you're as into this as we are slash were, but um, do you even know the movie I'm talking about? I know it, but I haven't seen it. Ooh. Okay. Okay, that's weird. You should but really, you should really say it. It's really good. Anyways, the point is that there's a scene in the in the movie where one of the characters is walking on the ceiling, right? Like, and walking all around this room and stuff like that. And I remember Shy, and I was like so blown away as a kid about it, and Shy explaining it to me. But I also know that he was able to explain it to me because one time you were at our house. This is in Montreal. And the two of you had, like, free reign over the VHS camera. <laughs> and you guys are in, like, the breakfast room, like, where we would have breakfast and doing all kinds of, like, crazy stuff with, like, turning the camera upside down and, like, moving the furniture around as if you guys were walking on the ceiling. Yeah, I remember that. And I remember being like, this is cinematic history. This must be, like... <laughs> Like special, special effects in special Star effects. Wars. Yeah, this yeah. was like seeing Serious people special do special effects. effects in your house. And I remember being so blown away. All you did was turn the camera upside down <laughs> with a bunch of chairs. But me being probably like two to three years younger than you guys, maybe around eight or seven, thought that this was the greatest yeah, cinematic feat ever. And I just wanted to share that. Well, Sai was always the technical wizard. I mean, he figured out how to put text on the screen. I mean, he still... <laughs> okay, can I tell you something? I, I, I feel like... I, I don't know if this is... You guys have seen him do this, but I went to uh, Donnie's bachelor party, a mutual friend of all of ours, with Shy, and he made a shot-for-shot remake of a music video yeah. that Donnie had made at one of his yeah. previous... Yeah. He did that on his phone using three apps over the course of three hours, like, riding in cabs and, and like, <laughs> pretending to play basketball at the bachelor party. Like, <laughs> it's truly... It was extremely impressive. We, we, we made up a bunch of... We... The, we we had a bunch of great i think you know creative moments uh as as, as kids maybe one day we'll we can re- we'll release the short films <laughs> the short films like the big eye um yes. uh, and darts um uh, those were some <laughs> no, of our... darts darts can never be released <laughs> okay fair <laughs> enough darts fair enough um okay so so with that thinking about cinematic history and and characters something that uh, alana and i spent hours doing as kids was watching muppet babies and talking about the muppet babies and analyzing the muppet babies and um i mean hours like before we'd go to bed at a sleepover we would go through every episode that we knew which mostly was the star wars and the indiana jones episode but that emotional attachment to characters is really important and becky came up with a phenomenal segment um, or at least I think it's a phenomenal segment um, uh, about the emotional attachment to certain characters. So, Beck, take it away. Lay it down for us. 
right. So these are real feelings that we have about fictional characters. And so like right now in my life, as everyone knows, I'm I'm a new mom and I'm and I'm dealing with all these new emotions and dynamics. And so I've been thinking a lot about um, certain fictional characters and how they either coped with being a new mom, you know, in their fictional television world, or like what might happen one day when they become a mom. And so I've really been thinking about the Erica Bevy dynamic and how even though like now when she's, you know, starting college and they have all this like very typical um you know mother daughter bs between them and bevy's too overbearing like one day when erica does have a kid she's gonna be so lucky to have bevy with her helping her because you know bevy's gonna be there like all night helping her and cooking and cleaning and so i just feel like you know erica is so lucky to have her you know to have bevy to one day help her. So I've been, I've been really thinking about that a lot. And that's the point where someone tells you, Beck, you know they're not real, right? <laughs> <laughs> isn't there a real, there's a real person that Bevy's based on, right? She, she is. She real is. We refer to her mother as the Cuban Jewish Bevy, and they have actually met in person together, and we have photographic evidence of that. <laughs> um, well, I think Becky should get in touch with her then. <laughs> she should. Becky, but Erica isn't real, though. So, like... No, Eric. The, right, Eric. But then, okay, but then, and then taking it, okay. So at least there's some there's some um, reality in that one. Taking it one step further, I've been thinking about how Leslie and Ben, Leslie Nope and Ben Wyatt, have triplets. And <laughs> from how, Parks and Recreation. Yeah, from Parks and Rec. And I've been really thinking about her maternity leave. Like, how much time did she take? How did she handle those first few months when they were alone with triplets? Did she pump? What was her pumping schedule like? How much help did she have? And so I actually have, like, a list of questions I, I really want to ask Leslie Nope about how she planned for and handled those first few months and then easing back into work. Because I feel like she'd be a great person to learn from. So um, that's kind of just where my head is at. And I'm, I'm looking to these fictional characters for some advice and, you know, support, really. Lil, so. do you have any? Like, it, it's embarrassing, but I, I have to say that I've been a slave to Grey's Anatomy for 14 years or however long it's been on. Like, I can't stop. It's like, I'm in it. It's too late. Like, we have our own chat, like a bunch of girls that watch it. It's her, Those it's her, it's her eagles. It's her eagles. It's, <laughs> they're my eagles. That's true. And I have on multiple occasions talked about that show in a way that's like, A, not normal, not healthy, as if they are completely real. Where like back back in college with like roommates, and I've had people multiple times say to me, "You know they're not real," and I'm like, "But do I?" I'm like, "That's not even the point." So I would say anybody on that show has been way too real for me. And then the other people in general, I would say anybody on Friday Night Lights. Oh, okay. That show. I, oh yeah. I pray they are still out there, like living their life and like just doing their thing. I have said to Shia on multiple occasions. How do you think Coach and Tammy are doing? <laughs> Especially what's his face, uh, you know, John Carter of Mars. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we actually have multiple times discussed the fact that we're going to devote an episode one day to just trying to decipher what what exactly okay, is the, of the course yeah. of Taylor Kitsch's career. And why isn't he? Yeah, yeah. What, what I mean, the curse I of Taylor Kitchen on so many occasions. Why is there not more Taylor Kitchen in our life? Like, where is this guy? Or why every time he makes a movie, it bombs? Like, what's the curse? He's yeah. in stuff now too, right? What is he in now? Where the forest fire movie, where I'm sure he dies. 
the forest. The forest fire where he died. <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> Only the brave. He's Sounds like that. a very thin premise. Oh, is it? Is that another that. Mark Wahlberg true story about? <laughs> like where? I mean, it is. But I'm not sure Mark Wahlberg's in it, but he might as well be. Right. But yeah, it's like one of those. Oh, all right, uh, Alon. How about you? Do you have any um, emotional connections to particular characters? Meaning that I. I get so invested in their well-being that I forget that they're fictional. Yeah, or or that you would want to ask questions to 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 understand sort of the the issues you know the issues going on or how they overcame certain things. It's hard for me to keep too many things in my head at one time right now. So I'm going to say that my fictional character is Nick Foles. I don't <laughs> think that he's he's not the man that we see on TV. He's, <laughs> clearly, there's a, there's a sensitive underlayer there. He's in a, an awkward position. Uh, and uh, I, I, I'd, I'd like things to work out for him. Whether or not that means I'm, uh, you know, as part of his professional football career or his, or his private life, I don't think I really want to hang out with him though. <laughs> I'm actually taking it back. I don't want to. I don't really want to talk to Nick Foles. <laughs> okay. yeah, all right. Well, for me, all of my, when I was thinking about this question, um, I, I realized, and and again, I, I look forward to the judgment from my sisters on this. My mind went to a whole bunch of television couples where I get like really wrapped mm. up in certain relationships and I almost need to know that like it's going to turn out okay for certain characters for me to keep watching a show. So right now, if you're listening, there are going to be spoilers for every show I mentioned. So just <laughs> relax. <Yeah. laughs> okay. First, we're going to start with Fringe. Okay. Fringe is no, a no, show. No, 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 finished it. You can't. I veto that. Okay, fine. Then I'll just. Okay. But you can talk about them, but without revealing. Oh, no, 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 no. So I'm not going to reveal the end. I'm just going to say. Don't this, reveal the is end. That, is that uh, this is a show I refused to watch for many years, and like many shows that Josh Kerr has forced me to watch, ended up being one of my favorite shows ever. And I would stay up at night worrying about Olivia and Peter. Is Peter the Joshua Jackson character? He and, is, yeah, but I could totally see that. I, I would text Josh or, or call him and be like, this better not turn out bad or I'm stopping to watch this show. <laughs> and then and then another another one um that like still like haunts me and I and I consider myself very much part of the crew of people who want to see a Chuck movie and a Chuck follow up. And this is where, if you've seen the all the whole Chuck series, it ends not on a cliffhanger as much, but like I genuinely need to know that Chuck and Sarah are okay, and that the five year relationship that they had you that they had you building and that ended on a relatively positive note, but with a lot of questions, like that that turned out okay. So even if they did a twelve minute epilogue that told me everything <laughs> was okay, I would be all right. But I I was so emotional at the end of that show that I couldn't watch. Um, Yvonne Strahovski and other TV shows because I'm like, nope, I can't have her cheat on Chuck. Nope, can't can't do it. Can't That's have her insane. In Animation. Shai, Shai <laughs> is like the, he's like a. If a broadcast network executive could create a viewer in a lab. So I know because I work with those guys now. So I am. So that's funny because we, we were... Superhuman feelings <laughs> towards everything that's not real. <laughs> He'd also create viral web content for our shows. No, no, it's too insane. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, that's really funny because earlier... <laughs> so um, my older daughter, um, she turns to us during lunch when I was trying to... Um, 
she turns to her sister because I was I was saying, hey, let's after the after lunch, let's all sit down, we'll watch some cartoons together. And I was picking the cartoon, and the older daughter says to the younger one who is refusing to watch the show, I wanted, you have to be kind to daddy. He's the one who loves TV most in the family. <laughs> wow. That, that happened earlier. Today. Is, just, is precious. No, it just sums you up. I just feel like she it understands does, you. She really she, gets you. And who can really say that about their you. father? Who can say they really understand their father on that level? You Honestly, know? that well, is like perfect summary if he was perfect. So, uh, so, Alon, have you ever played the game on our... Have you ever heard the game on our podcast, Buy, Rent, or Meh? Yes, but I'm I'm open for a refresher. Okay, so we play a game, and we do various vi- variations of this, and, and we also use it as our movie rating system, but buy, rent, or meh are, um, uh, we'll put forward, in the, in the iteration we're going to do here, which is a showdown, we're going to put forward three particular subjects, and you're going to decide which one of them you'd buy, meaning if it was a movie on iTunes, you'd drop the 14 bucks, or the Blu-ray set, you'd buy, you'd buy it. Rent, meaning five ninety nine, but it was worth your time, or meh, which is your definition of meh can is usually a, a wide range of meh, but it's that third category. Either you don't care, either you saw it and you don't care, you don't like it, you're actively rooting against it and you hate it. Any of those can can be for meh, and and as long as you explain it, you're in good shape. So okay, in keeping with Becky's theme of real life characters, Lily responded. Um, I mean, fictional characters. Fictional characters. Sorry, you see, this is where I have a hard time. You see, we're blurring the lines. We're going to do the buy, rent, or meh fictional couples edition. Okay? And so I have a few different divisions here, and we'll go through them. And um, maybe not everybody will explain every answer, um, but we'll try to get through them. And the first is a commonly loved show between the four of us, which is the Friday Night Lights division. So mm-hmm. I'm going to buy, rent, or meh these three couples. I'll let Lily go first so that, Alon, you can hear how she does it. Um, uh, so couple number one is Coach and Tammy Taylor. Number two is Julie and Matt. And number three is Riggins and the girl that Minka Kelly played. I don't remember. Lila. Come on. Oh, Lila. Okay. And Lila. Lila Garrity. Lila Garrity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, I so, actually went into the document, Shite, the way you had it written. I went in and corrected the spelling of names and changed <laughs> actors' names to characters' names because I was like, how could you not remember Phoebe and Mike from Friends? <laughs> I was, like, offended. So, so Lil, what would you should you... have all the real character names. All right, so... um, I would buy Coach and Tammy a hundred times over. Like, I aspired to be – those are, like, what I hope marriage is actually like in real life. Mm-hmm. Um I for sure rent and possibly no. I'm just gonna meh Julie and Matt Sarenson, right? Like, ugh, those guys were so annoying. I'll rent them because I assume they're divorced by now. And then um, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna rent them. Yeah, I'm just gonna rent them. And then I mang Lila and Riggins because even though I was like super into it during the show. I really, he was much better suited with, now that's a, I'm drawing a blank. Um, Adrian Palicki is the name of the actor. Tyra? Tyra? Tyra. Tyra. Oh, yeah. Tyra. He was much better suited for her, and I thought he ended up with her at the end. She just goes and visits him and chats with him. They just have like a... Oh, yeah. In my mind, they ended up together. That's probably who they should have ended. Like, he should have ended up with her. So I mang him and Lila. That's like a not real relationship. 
All right, Becky. Well, I mean, Coach and Tammy are, if you had to, like, I mean, that that's obviously you buy that. I mean, it, yeah, that's absurd to even include them. I feel like it's too obvious. Um, I'm going to rent Riggins and Lila because I feel like that was such a, a that was like a great storyline that I did get very invested in. And Julie and Matt, I agree with Lily. They probably are divorced by now. Meh. And like, I have to say like when they got together at the end, it didn't feel to me like, Oh my God, finally they're getting back together. I was like, Oh, well, I guess so. She's the worst, whatever, <laughs> you know, sort of like felt bad for him. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Alun, how about you? Yeah, I, I think I, I agree with, with uh, Lily and Becky. I think, you know, the uh, coach and Tammy Taylor are, are held up universally as this, you know, paragon of marital love and everyone wants the life where they're either on, on the couch with white wine or coming home after <laughs> teaching the boys a lesson, whatever, yeah. whatever side of that is more comfortable for you. So I think that's, it's a good, and it's a, an iconic uh, TV marriage. And then, uh, Riggins, I feel like, and Saracen, neither of those guys were meant to be tied down. I think Riggins probably <laughs> eventually wanted to be, you know, uh, but I don't know if he could hold it together. Matt Saracen, guaranteed to agree with Lily, is divorced multiple times, and he's like a real schmo <laughs> hanging outside like an insurance office in a strip mall. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll I'll um I'll follow the same the same as you guys. I'll just say that the reason why I'll mad Julian Matt is because Julian Matt was I when they first started it was one of those couples that I really like I believed in, and then when they kind of made Julie into the worst character, I, I I didn't care and I didn't want them to get back together and I felt it was really forced. So anyway, she never redeemed herself. I mean, that's yeah, a different topic, but yeah, yeah, she never redeemed herself from season two. Um, so, all right, let's do another kind of well-known one. We'll do the Friends Division, or maybe we call it the Central Perk Division. We got Ross and Rachel, Monica and Chandler, Phoebe and Mike. Becky, take it away. Oh, um, so right off the bat, Mang, Ross and Rachel. Yeah, because, the worst. Because they, they're the worst. They're, they're just, like, everything is the worst. It doesn't, forget it, I don't even take to explain it i am buying monica and chandler because that is true love that was 10 years of investment on my part in their story i think they're adorable and hilarious and i want to go visit them in the house that they bought you know outside the city and phoebe and mike were a sweet way to like bring a little pizzazz to the last like season or so so that for me is a good rental you know i'd rent that that's entertaining but yeah all right alone how about you uh, yes, I think that like Ross's mopiness was the crux of the series, and they could, could never ever escape it. <laughs> like it was a vacuum that they kept sucking it back in. So I, I gave it a meh, and I don't really remember what happened to Phoebe. Uh, I remember that she she, she ends up with of... Paul Rudd. Oh, it's Paul Rudd. That's who it is, right? Yeah, you got to buy mm. any relationship with Paul Rudd. <laughs> 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 so that's a buy now, and then. Uh, and then the other one, oh yeah, and Monica and, and Chandler also buy. They did they did you, seem like they had very genuine chemistry. You can't buy two. You have to pick one for each. No, year. you can buy two. You can buy two. <laughs> I'm buying all three people. I am buying all three. Lily's trying to set it up for a triple buy. Yes, triple L- buy. L- L- I love them all. 
buying all of them. You guys are traitors. <laughs> um, I yeah, I, I buy Monica and Chandler, and Phoebe and Mike. I'll rent. I mean, I couldn't stand Ross and Rachel. I'll rent Phoebe and Mike only because I feel like that was Phoebe didn't need to have a relationship. If you had that show now, maybe Phoebe just lives single or or in an unconventional, you know. Um, uh, arrangement. In relationship. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, yeah, but Paul Rudd. That's true, but Paul Rudd. I'll I'll buy Paul Rudd for myself. All right. Uh, the next one, Alun. This one's coming to you. All right. Okay. All right. This is the Jim Henson edition. Okay. Okay. Kermit and Piggy. Ernie and Bert, and the two Gelflings from the Dark Crystal. Oh my God. Okay. Was there any explicit romance between the Gelflings? <laughs> I think I mean, so. I don't know. I mean, they, they were the only two left, right? They, they, I don't think they had a choice. <laughs> they, had to, they had to Gelf each other. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Okay, so. Uh, okay, Kermit and Miss Piggy. Fortunately, this group I'm going to have to meh. I think that, again, it's another iconic model relationship held up as a goal for every healthy couple. Um, and. But I'm gonna I'm gonna match just be, just because it, you know. Well, didn't they, they recently a, get divorced or something? I feel like they were very single. dysfunctional. I, you know, they were. She was they were very dysfunctional. She was very jealous. There was all sorts of problems. He was, you know, he was really submissive. I, I mean, although, although he was also sometimes indifferent to her. I mean, she would be yeah. pining after him. Even if you think back to the Muppet Babies, like since daycare, she's been trying to land. <laughs> and he's it's, just like not, yeah. making a robot with Scooter. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Neither of them are happy in this, you know, in this mm. dynamic. I think they should both seek other options. <laughs> and then, what was the second one? Ernie <laughs> and Bert. Okay, Ernie and Bert is 100% by. Yeah. That's that's love and friendship for life. Uh, you know, reading the kind of extended universe of Sesame, as we all do when we have children, you see that they're they're the they're the ones who really teach your kids tolerance uh, and acceptance and uh, and the difference between clean and dirty. So I'm going to buy them. And, uh, and then Gelflings, why not rent, rent more dark crystal. Give us some more dark crystal, everybody. Apparently there's a show in the works. So I hope it's all puppet based though. If it's not puppet based, I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, Lil and Beck, do you have any, do you have any thoughts on the, I, uh... I would say like it's super. Yeah, I agree. Basically yeah, yeah. I was when, when the news came out about, wasn't it recent that they came out that they got divorced? There was some new, that they were in the news because like their show was gonna come back or something. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? That they had split up. That there they was were some divorced. like There's promotional, something. yeah, right, thing. BS about the two of them. Yeah. And I'm just like, I find it super annoying. And I do think their relationship is probably abusive, so it's good that they split up. That's a definite man. Um, and then yeah, you gotta buy Ernie and Bert just for like you know the. LGBTQ movement and <laughs> the fact that it, you know opening Muppet you know um, LGBTQ issues everywhere, and then um, yeah I'll rent uh, some Dark Crystal love affairs no problem like it. Back so, do you feel? I agree. Yeah no I I agree it's it's right. I don't feel like I can add anything. All right so let's go I'm gonna skip a couple down and I'm just gonna go to the last one um, that I put on the list here. Um, raise your hand or your or your mouth or, or say something for this is going to be cringeworthy. This is the Game of Thrones incest edition. Um, uh, 
<laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> I like this one. Okay, idea. and if I forgot a couple, I actually like I, I had the first two because Lily raised them, and then I was oh, and this is packed with spoilers, so people just brace yourselves. Um, you have uh, Jamie and Cersei, uh, the Khaleesi and Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, that's a huge spoiler. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and Theon and his sister didn't they almost hook up at one point? Or, or, or... I don't think so. She's a no. lesbian. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it, the only then the I'm other. Sure, there's more incest. Th- then in my head, we I felt like there was more incest, together. but I didn't want to do like that old man in the woods that is Gilly's kids' parent. Oh yeah. That's well, that's weird. like rapey incest. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. That <is> <laughs> that's not good. Right. <laughs> I like the beautiful consensual incest. Exactly. I only like pretty incest, so yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. So, so Jamie, Cersei, Khaleesi, and Jon Snow, and then insert other horrific tale of incest in Game of Thrones as your third choice. There's got to be another big one. There's got to be another yeah. one. Well, you know what? They haven't. Like we haven't gotten through the third, the last season. All yet. the Ty- Targaryens. Well, why, why not just throw in uh, Gilly and Sam as the third one? See what see oh. what you get. All right. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're probably related. I feel right. like if you go far, that, far enough. That's back. the last spoiler that we're waiting for. <laughs> Gilly and Sam are related <laughs> to. <laughs> that's the end of the series. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, that's what he finds okay, out in so, that giant library. Uh, um, is it, now you've made it really hard because I, I kind I, of also want to buy them all. So I, I, don't I, know. I was originally going to do just couples from Game of Thrones, um, and, and that seemed too easy. So, Lil, go mm. for it. Which one? Okay, I would do my third couple as the like. Um, what's the the girl that's Khaleesi's? Oh yeah, um, her and Greyhead oh, yeah. Man, and then and Grey Worm. Worm. And Grey Worm. That's Um, a nice relationship. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like what they're doing with that. Okay, (laughs) so... um, um, But, you know, I don't know. I guess I'll rent... I'll, like, do it out of order. I'll rent Jamie and Cersei, because I love to hate them. And it's just so gross that, like, they can't stay together. So I don't uh, want them to stay together, but I'll rent it because I kind of love watching them. Um... I'm going to have to met Khaleesi and John, but I also kind of want to rent them too because I was like super excited for them to get together. <laughs> even after knowing, <laughs> even after guessing that they were related, I was like, oh, come on, they have to get together. And then I'll buy um, whatever her name is with Grey Worm because they're so cute. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my choice. <laughs> All right. Alone? So we were doing Grey Worm and, and uh, Second well, Command. Or you can throw in another. Or you can pick another couple. <laughs> okay, okay. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy uh, agreed on on buy Jamie and Cersei because that that is an insane relationship that's never been depicted on television, <laughs> nor should it be. I rented them, but you're buying them. Is I'm buying you them. Yeah, okay, good. Yes. I'm, oh, you rented. I'm buying. I them. rented. Them. I think, yeah, and buy them. they've maintained it throughout, and and it's it's like sure. very interesting and complex. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna meh on a. Uh, uh, Jon Snow and Khaleesi because I feel like it was telegraphed. I was hoping that they would kind of subvert the expectations of that. Plus, like, aunts and nephews point. barely incest uh, and, oh, and the Game of Thrones universe. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, then, and I'll rent I'll rent Sam and Gilly because like, all of these epic adventures need something for the nerds to hold on to. And, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright, back. <laughs> that, well um, said. Very well okay, said. So, I'm going to 
make this a little bit hard on myself, and I'm going to put in, um, oh, shit, what was his name? Rob Stark and his wife oh. as my oh, third oh, really yeah. pretty one. Right? The really pretty one, yeah. Because that was so long ago, and I so don't give a shit, so that's an automatic meh for me. Oh, okay, <laughs> so you're you're going deep. Well, he, get, he gets them killed. Yeah, so all of them. His so, like, that was a terrible choice. Meh on you. Like, you're not in consideration here. And now, when it comes down to it, here's my reasoning. The reason I'm going to rent Jamie and Cersei, although I do agree with what Alon had to say, is because they basically have broken up. Like, at the end mm-hmm. of this season, they broke up. So it's like, okay, well, I rented that for a while. You're broken up. And I'm buying Khaleesi and John because they didn't know. Like, when they hooked up, they didn't know that they're related, and I am dying to know what their reaction is going to be when they realize that they are aunt and nephew. And so I am all in on that reveal. <laughs> that's true. It's, that's good forward thinking. Okay. All right. So here, here's what. Okay. So here's the third one I'm going to put in. Okay. Actually, you guys are going to help me pick because I, my favorite character in the show is Sansa, and because of character growth, starts off as the worst, and in my view, is now the best. Um, Sansa, because I want to make this difficult, gross relationships, Sansa and Littlefinger or Sansa and Ramsay Bolton? Which one should should be part of Ugh. my calculations here? Oh, my God. I, well, just, I don't even know what you mean. Med, yeah, both was, of those. Did she ever actually hook up with Littlefinger? He kisses her at some point. He, he's in love with her. Okay. Yeah, and he kisses so, her. So he, she was actually married to Ramsay Bolton, and then, of course, there was the, like, horrific sexual assault um, uh, with episode Ramsey. with Ramsey. So I'm going to buy that. Be- <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> not, what? Not because I endorse the relationship or Ramsey Bolton, but because, again, spoilers. It changes her. her, it changes her, her no, her revenge on him was yeah. truly like a moment of like emotional, like, like raw, pure emotional. Um, it's not even satisfaction. It's like that, but like it was, it was like a, it was a revenge thing where I feel like everyone had gone through so much anguish with this character. I hated the character of Ramsey Bolton. I mean, he was a useful villain, um, but he was so terrifying that it, it, he made the show almost off-putting. And she was, in a lot of ways, the the reason why he. I mean, she is the reason why he is beaten, and she outsmarts him. And the fact that she is able to get that revenge um, for me and, and, and in a way get justice for his horrific actions across the board, to me, that's why I buy that one because the the resolution of it, to the extent that you can feel good about anything on Game of Thrones, the resolution meant a lot to me. And to me, the resolution of it served the story. Um, yeah, I, I rent Jeremy and Cersei. Um, I, I think you guys raise really good points. That relationship is in the first episode, as gross as it is. But it's carried all the way through is a really important theme. They never abandon it. Um, and they mm-hmm. and they don't have any, like, maybe the switch is flipped with Jamie in the last season. But they didn't just flip the switch on that and have someone learn their lesson. Like, ugh, he keeps going back. So gross. But, but and because I just <laughs> love to hate Cersei, um, I, 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 I'll, I'll put that in rent. And then if I could, I mean, I can't add a new category. But if I could add blech to the Khaleesi and Jon Snow, <laughs> I would. To me, that scene was the blech heard around the world. Not only that, his brother's the third-eyed raven and is watching the whole thing go down and is like, oh, yeah. hold on, wait, let me wait. Oh, 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 they slept together. Now we should interrupt. <laughs> so it was avoidable. It was gross. I don't really know what 
what we're where we're gonna go here um, with the story. It, 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 I don't know. So that one is meh, blech, everything uh, altogether. Um, so wow, we've went we've gone as dark as we've ever gone in an episode. I'm <laughs> proud, alone you were here with us for this. Um, and we did it. It's uh, time to uh, switch gears to. Um, uh, sort of our wrap-up where we just talk about things we've been uh, watching. Um, uh, Beck, Lil, do you, either of you have strong feelings about what you want to talk about first? Um, I, I actually, it's something I meant to, it's really quick, it's something I meant to mention while you guys were talking about the Eagles game, which is that I didn't watch the Eagles game because I started going down the Riverdale rabbit hole, thanks uh, to Shy. Yes. I want to <laughs> soak this And that's all I'm going to say. I want to soak this <laughs> oh, yeah. up. Tell me, and, tell me why you love it. Oh, my so God. No, oh my God. no, no. It's, this We don't have time for this. This no, was no. not on the original thing. Alone does not have to be subjected to this trash and dreck. You guys can it's have not the only one who actually sincerely dreck. enjoyed Archie comics, though. Um, wait, That's what did I point. text you guys? I already forgot. It's, it's Cruel it's, Intentions. Yeah, but it's Cruel Intentions meets... What was the other one that I referenced? Dawson's no, I Creek, One Tree yeah. Hill. No. Well, wait, produced I by the same people. OC, so. Gossip Girl, any of the... I don't remember what I said, but it was... Trashy Poison. It's so, it's, it's so, um... Veronica Mars, that's what I said. It's, oh, it's love that. great because it has the murder mystery. So it's like Cruel Intentions meets Veronica Mars. And I'm totally all in. Emo Jughead, as Shy calls him, is the best part of the show. I'm going to um, go out on a limb and say Alon does not watch the show. <laughs> No, but I know a lot of people who do. do I know do you, people who, who love it dearly. Do you know who emotion? Do you know who emo Jughead was? The little kid from Big Daddy. Oh, oh no! Steve. Yeah. Look at that. Um, anyway, Steve. so so I I will say, shy um, shy can have an I told you so moment here. It is totally like binge worthy, like mindless garbage. You know middle of the night middle of the day when i'm nursing and like cannot process anything put it on and it's the best is that i'm loving it um so that's that's what i'm kind of shamefully not so shamefully watching these days uh, alone do you have anything i'm a little between shows right now we, we just watched marvelous miss Maisel, which was I, I found it to be very very delightful and inspiring uh but I'm, i am going to recommend watching a three-year-old play very violent video games uh, <laughs> at an arcade. Uh, just just seeing what dawns on them and the, the violence of the world that they <laughs> had no access to until this moment, and that they can participate in it, uh, and then go it's to sleep. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> guessing our very strange and scary dreams and during his <laughs> nap. Uh, take all your kids to Dave & Buster's, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Lil, do you have any? Well, I tried very hard, but it's beyond my geographical ca capacities to watch Comrade Detective because, as you know, I, I can't get it where I live. And I've tried, I mean, besides like major illegal techniques, I, other kind of gray area le legalities to watch it. However, during my search, I will just say, of trying to figure out how to watch it, I realized that Channing Tatum's not in it. He yeah. just does no. the voiceover. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, okay, so I'm so glad. Wait, I'm glad I didn't start watching it because I had billed it to Jose as a cool detective show with Channing Tatum, 
And then as I'm going down the rabbit hole, and he's sitting next to me waiting to watch it, I go, oh, shit, wait. There's no way I'm going to get him to watch an 80s show, Romanian show, with just the voice of Channing Tatum. And so I, I ended up having to direct it. Great cast. Jenny Slate has a little part in it. So I'll describe this for alone because I'm watching this thinking that if there's one person I know that is going to adore this, it will be you. Uh, however, I will say the bigger question I ask is that is it a one joke thing? And and at first I thought it might be that, but then I couldn't stop watching it. So again, and this is this includes spoilers because I went into it totally blind, and I recommend people don't listen to this section and go into it totally blind and then listen to it. But you start off, and I thought I was just watching a, a Romanian TV show that had been redubbed, kind of like either not Mystery Science Theater, but you know Kung Pao Enter the Fist kind of a thing. Um, and it starts off with a, a scene in a, a, a shot in a movie theater, like where you would have seen Leonard Maltin or a famous director introduce their movie of Channing Tatum looking very serious and pensive. And the director of the show or the writer of the show talking about how they they worked with five international governments to get the footage of this 80s show and um, restore it to HD. And that it was a 1980s propaganda filled show. This sounds great. Uh, um, now, the, the show starts and immediately you look at the quality of it and you're like, this is this is can't be from the 80s. This has to be re- <laughs> recent. It's and, all a ruse. Right. So, Wait, it's so not real. Then the show. Well, so, that's what I was so confused about. So, I was like, was this remastered? No, no. So it, so anyways, the show starts and it's just the equivalent of what an American buddy cop show would be. But if it was made in the 80s to be anti um, a subtle anti-american propaganda so it's these two cops following the buddy cop formula only they throw in all sorts of lines um, like the bad guys are americans um who have are smuggling jordash jeans into into (laughs) soviet romania is this on amazon prime yeah yeah, and, and, and yeah. one of the cops at one point is beating one of the suspects, and his partner is saying to him, "Just, just stop, man. It's not worth it. He's, he's just a capitalist. He's just a capitalist. It's not worth it." Um, and then, uh, at at times, um, uh, they they throw in all these subtle jabs at capitalism, like, "There's no such thing as a corrupt uh, police officer in Romania." So the idea that a police officer could be killed is so foreign to us. <laughs> Um, and then at one point they talk about how a, a cop gets himself assigned to the case using merit-based strings <laughs> or uh, <laughs> that's really good the head the head uh, it's it, the head of the police uh opera uh, the, of the police station um is voiced by nick offerman and he talks as he's giving the team a pep talk he says we're not used to crime in romania it's not in our natural national character um uh, but go out and solve this and then the bad guy is an American ambassador named Sally Smith, um, who you know is in a Southern <laughs> accent and acts in this very sort of like um, uh, 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 sultry kind of way, and is voiced by Kim Basinger. Um, uh, so, a- a- anyways, it's all done. So I researched it. It's all done with Romanian actors. It's it was currently and filmed, filmed in Romania and filmed, it's filmed in, in Bucharest. So it's all Romanian actors, and then they voiced it over with American voices. So it's like a ruse within a ruse. And again, you can follow it as a cop show, but then there are all these like hilarious, subtle lines of like awkward things a government would ask writers to put into a TV show <laughs> to discredit another society. <laughs> uh, I, I truly love this idea. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's on it's, Amazon it's, Prime. It's, it's incredible. But I, that was, I thank you for clarifying because I started watching it last night and I genuinely believe this was like a, you know, an old Romanian <laughs> show that they found and dubbed. And so my question was, did they do an exact translation or is it one of those things where like a writer just wrote their own script to it? But I'm watching it going like, wow, the quality of this 80s show is amazing. The filming gives it away right away. It's filmed actually fairly well. Yeah, it is. It looks looks good. But anyways, Allie saw three seconds of it and was like, I'm not watching this garbage. Um, That's what would happen if Jose ended up watching the first episode. I loved it so much. After about 20 minutes, or like 15, 20 minutes, I paused it because I was like, I love this so much, I can't watch it alone. I need to experience it with someone, and I'm going to save it to watch with Vlad so that I can really enjoy it with someone because it I, it was totally amazing. So, A, I highly recommend even just to watch the first episode. Again, whether or not it sustains as a whole show or it's just a really good funnier dice kit, I don't know yet, but totally worth it. Um, the, yeah. the, 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 the blessings of the era we live in, the yeah. streaming services that whose money comes from selling you popcorn poppers can finance the <laughs> high whims of some writers to make 13 totally. episodes of a fake Romanian propaganda cop show. It's really beautiful. It comes full circle. Yeah. Our one-click shopping obsession has, has allowed the show that we love now. That's right. <laughs> but, the um, two DVDs and... of Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes I ordered in the middle of the night last night helped support this TV show. Don't tell <laughs> yeah. Allie. I ordered those. Um, and I'll just say to our to our listeners, you know, check back when we do a review of the full season and do tons of spoilers and ruin it for you anyway. So okay. without warning. Um, we, and I'll, I'll close on two other points. One is that um, we watched a Friday night movie with the family. We've been trying to do that with the kids. We watched the kids picked RV starring Robin Williams because we had gone on an RV trip this summer. Um, uh Allie laughed as hard as Did you Mama. take him to West Coast Video in like 1996? <laughs> 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 no, no, it was, it was available for streaming on Stars, but it wasn't. This was a renter for sure. Although I actually available for streaming on Stars is the equivalent of <laughs> um, although in I, today's world going away. Although I own the DVD, video. I bought it in an airport um, uh, uh, on sale as an impulse buy and like a discount bin in the Hudson News. Um, <laughs> Uh, and Allie laughed as hard as mom laughed during Cheaper by the Dozen. Every time, like, uh, the um, the waste pipes exploded on one of the characters or they smashed into, like, a pylon with the car, she just kept pointing, or the dishes went flying and hit the kids in the face. She just pointed at the kids and said, it's just like daddy. So uh, <laughs> every, everybody really liked that. And then um, I got so it's a, a documentary. Yeah. Um, I, got a, I, got a, I got a nice, yeah, exactly. I got a nice text message from uh, Andy Shankman, um, uh, who we all know, and who, by the way, I should give a shout-out to his band, Jump Cuts. Truly, truly awesome, cool music. People should listen Very to that. Very true. Um, uh, Andy uh, had a great suggestion, which is, I don't know how many people are listening, but if people, he said that people should send in their buy-renter man ideas and, and get Lily and Becky to weigh in on them. So either a movie that they've seen or a trio of movie that they've seen. If people are listening and they'd like to email them or tweet Early to us. Morning, was sorry, 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 that's my computer. What's going on there? Did, did you finally get Comrade Detective to work? No, I still can't. <laughs> um, so sorry. if people want to email that stuff in, we'll absolutely uh, read it and thank you personally. Um, 
And so with that, uh, the, we'll talk, to, just say where we can find ourselves. Alun, can people find you publicly, or do you just like to stay under the radar? I just lurk. Okay. I can't be found. All right, can't be found. Uh, Becky, where can people follow you? You can follow me at Princess, oh, no, wait, what's my hand? Uh, pa- paper oh, BK, Paper B, sorry, let's start again. You can find me at Paper BK Princess on, on Twitter. But I haven't tweeted yet, so just stand by for that for that <laughs> first tweet. I promise it will be coming. I just have to like think of something. Yeah, give me a, give me a minute. And your recipe. I, I, I'm with you. Oh, back. and then my sorry. What your recipe? He's said Alan said he's with you. Oh, thanks. Um, and uh, and then or you can you can look up some rec- some of my recipes um, uh, at uh, everydayout.com, um, and you can follow us on Twitter everydayoutblog. And Lil, where can people follow you? you? Can, and you have been on, very active on Twitter, just tweeting up a I, storm I with the Bonze Retro Club. You're you're two on fire. Tweets, two whole tweets. I I tweeted, um, and I still have still having trouble seeing all the tweets on Twitter. It stresses me out. There's a lot of them, but you can follow me at Chichi K Gomez on Twitter. And, on the Twitter. And you can follow me at Pancake, the number four table. That's Pancake Four Table. And you can follow all sorts of stuff from the website, the animations, the drawings, the podcast stuff at pancakefortable.com. You can also go directly to the podcast at Friday Night Movie. Um, pod.com friday night movie pod.com uh, please subscribe to us on itunes leave a review we're also available on podbean try to figure out how to make us available in other places as well um uh, the theme music is by what does it eat um so you can check that out if you want to hear more music from from us those guys us slash those guys howie and me um and uh i think that's it have i forgotten anything I think um, I've said everything I there think, is to say. I think you have, except you're missing one quick thing. And you can cut it out. This could be in the outtakes, or you can save it for another the, episode. The dancing? But I, no, but I cannot let you hang up without just saying that last night I get a text from your wife that says, what was that movie you recommended? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. And I text her back. Now, this is closing in on 2 o'clock in the morning nice. for me. I text her back, well, Allie, there could be a lot of movies. And she writes, no, 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 recently. You recommended a movie you said you loved. What was it? And I was like, I, give, me, give me something else. I don't know. And she writes back, it was the dot, dot, dot. It was the something, right? And I texted her back, come on, you got to work with me. I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, because I'm watching it right now, and it's terrible. And I'm like, but I don't know what you're talking about. She goes, I think it was The Foreigner. You told me to watch The Foreigner with Jackie Chan. And I was like, Allison, I never said that to you. I would have maybe said watch Arrival, not The Foreigner. And she was like, you know, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, so, so we watched. She's like, Cause this movie is terrible. You know what the best part is that it said you guys rented it and told it on, said that on the family chat that you rented it. So mom and dad started watching it. And then mom starts writing about how bad it is how bad it is and she's like why are you guys watching this movie it's terrible alone just so you know it's the jackie chan version of taken so oh it was I, i've seen it promoted before yeah, um, i just thought that was so that funny is, that, that is, ali did that, that she is, says the word the and she's like what movie was it yeah, that, that's funny <laughs> um all right well that is a good note to end on and i will leave this in 
Um, oh, alone at the end we dance because the music goes on, the theme music comes on, and so we dance. We're dancing, dance in your seat, you know, dance. Pop your, your head, whatever you need to head, do, whatever yeah. it is. Feel the music. No, it's you're not going to hear it. I have to edit it in later, but just pretend it's there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, that's it. I'll definitely have something. I'll, I'll okay. come up with something. All right, but also, on. it's possible at any moment that, <laughs> that I'll be I'll be forcibly torn away from the podcast. So I'm going to hang in as long as I possibly okay. can.